Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. everyone yes i'm so happy to have you here you are so you know what i i i just found out about you because that's what i love about social media and podcasting as i have been led into a world of getting to talk to people that just absolutely amaze me and blow my mind and their stories are beyond inspiring and it is such a gift to have the opportunity to talk to you Jen because you are that woman you are that woman who has had the absolutely most mind-blowing story that could really you really you really had permission nobody would have been mad at you if you would have thrown in the towel on your life after you right. had a massive car accident that I'm sure I can't even imagine the recovery process, um, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all of it, <clears throat> but you didn't, you did the exact freaking opposite. And I just actually have chills. and want to cry thinking about it. And I don't want to even attempt to tell your story. So I would love for everyone listening to get to hear your journey that you have been on. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's start with the car accident. Cause the car accident was a line in the sand. Definitely. I was doing life bit on autopilot. You were. I, yeah. Right. I mean, I wasn't unhappy. I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was thriving, but I wasn't like struggling. It was, it was just, fine. it was fine. I was going through the motions and I kept selling myself on the concept that when my kids are older, I'll come back to me and what sets my heart on fire. But right now, this is my lot in life and this is what I'm supposed to do. And who even is that person that determines that's supposed to, but myself, but I kind of felt it. I don't well, know. You, I have felt it you have seven kids. I have seven kids. Exactly. Well, I'm not have, sitting here. Right. I have, I have one kid who's three and I literally, she's consumed my entire existence. You know, it's like, <laughs> You've got seven existence consumers. So it's yes. like, then you have your own. There's no time for you. Right. There's right. really there's no time. time. <laughs> right. So you're just saying that like, okay, this is the reputable, good thing to do. So this is what I'm going to do. Thank you for society for telling me this path. I get into a horrific car accident. How December 18, 2018. Yeah, I was... I had to go to Heber, Utah, which is a sound town nearby to get a new driver's license because I lost my license while skiing. And when I was driving back, I was looking at the reservoir on the right-hand side of the road. And I remember thinking, oh, wow, I wonder when it's going to freeze over this year because winter, winter's been kind of late to the party. And 
even though we have ski at the resort, that's just because they've made all the snow. We don't really have snow other places and it's global, you know, all the things your brain just starts running. And then I pay attention to the road again. And I am coming up extremely fast on a semi pulling a trailer that is going extremely slow. And so I'm looking at this thinking, I have to get in the left lane. So I look in my rear view mirror, I go to get into the left lane. I don't make it. I the the semi kind of had this trailer pop pop out a little bit. The corner of my passenger side headlight hits. I go end over end. So I rotate one, two, three times. And then the car starts spinning sideways. I end up in the median. The car stops. I remember thinking, okay, now I'm going to get hit. Now I'm going to get hit by another car. And this is where Hollywood's trained us to expect the car act to keep continuing. And instead, an individual pulls down the windshield because it's all shattered into little pieces. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I look at him, looking at his face. I'm like, I don't think I'm okay if that's what you're looking at me like. But I don't even want to look at myself because I'm too afraid. So I closed my eyes and I wiggled my fingers and toes. And I said out loud, I can feel my fingers and toes. I can feel my fingers and toes. As if saying it twice makes it more real. And he's like, I'm assuming you're okay then? I'm like, I'm okay. I can feel my fingers and toes. So I took an ambulance ride to the hospital. The hospital did a checkup. I was fine. I got released to go home. Um, I did end up going to the hospital a couple more times over the you next few fine? weeks because it, I was fine. Like, fine. Like, zero sense. Fine. I was fine. The police That's rebuilt the accident at least 50 different times to see if they could figure out like how it happened and how to make this area safer and blah, 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 blah. And they could not build one scenario where I lived. And I, mean, I was, why do you think you lived? I mean, I think I was, it wasn't my time. Like I'm a firm believer that we don't get to choose when we die, but we sure get to choose how we live. Ooh. And it was a wake up call to me saying, girl, you need Whoa. to start living. Holy shyster. We don't get to choose when we die, but we do get to choose how we live. That is profound. And I just, I feel exactly what you're saying. Like you had a fine life. You're going through the motions. I feel like so many of us do that. And then you get to the end. You're like, what in the world? I didn't do any of my dreams or passions. I mean, it was all okay and good, but we came here to experience and to live. And I feel like I finally am realizing that because when you're born into Society. I mean, you're on the conveyor belt immediately. You know, yep. it is yep. really hard to realize to get out of this whole story we've been told and the whole setup that we're living in as far as a society, which there's a lot of great things, but we're taught that you have to get a job, you have to make money, and that's it, you know? Right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah, no, totally. And it was just, I mean, it had to be that extreme of an event for me to snap out of my current way of doing things. And so I did end up having to go to the hospital and I tease about this because I kept spiking a fever. And then we finally realized that the seatbelt had cut one of my breast implants. And so I walked away from this accident with new boobs, a new car and a new lease on life. I'm like, (laughs) hold on. But like, let's talk about your perspective for being able to see it like that. Yeah. It wouldn't have been the way you would have chosen to get all that, (laughs) but here it is. Here it is. I'm good. Yeah. 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 Is that really the start of you deciding how you're going to view your life? Because like in that very scenario, you didn't have to be excited. You couldn't, you didn't have to turn it into a positive thing. Like you just said, you know, you could be very bummed out and be like, oh my gosh, my breast ruptured. It almost made me sick. You know, it could have, you can take it down another road if you want to, but you're yeah, not. I think we can, yeah. I think we can take a lot of things down another road. Um, after the accident, I remember my kids fighting and I remember instead of intervening and being like, don't fight, be nice. Da, 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 I just sat and watched it. And I watched it from a perspective, like how cool is life that I have two children that are so passionate about their own perspective in this particular circumstance that they're doing anything in their power to convince their sibling that their way is the right way. Like it was just, it was so Instead of trying to correct or fix, it was a time that I noticed and allowed and just appreciated 
the complexity of what we all are. And then, you know, at the same time, this whole accident thing happened, the new boob thing happens, all this stuff. I have a girlfriend that went running on a trail, like a healthy activity that I would partake in. It was a wet day. You could push a stroller down the trail. She slipped, hit her head, and never came home. And that is, you're just like, like, so the the timing of those events was so significant into the, again, I don't get to choose when I die, but I sure get to choose how I live. And so then all of a sudden I was looking at my life. I was turning 40 in a little bit. I'm thinking, okay, here's things that I want to do. Like, what can I do in my 40s that I can't do in my 80s? What do I want to do that maybe are better for my 80s? Museums, you know, things like that. Oh, and, you played uh, it out. You vision board too. I right. Like it. I started playing it out. I'm like, listen, my, this is my life resume. So you're like, I want out, my- <laughs> I'm going to have the energy, the emotional bandwidth and energy to do these things that I want to do in this part of my life. So I'm going to make sure I do the more active stuff now and put the stuff that's more leisure in my 80s. That is the most brilliant visioning envisioning I've ever heard of. Okay, so continue. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I live in Park City, Utah, and there's tons of hiking, lots of mountain stuff. And I just remember my 40th birthday was coming up in 2020. So I'm like, I'm going to climb a mountain for my 40th birthday because it's going to signify the decade and be this awesome thing. And it's going to anchor me into who I am and what my 40s are going to mean and all this story that I wrote about it and told myself and then sold myself. And so friends of mine that are into mountaineering said, if you were to climb one mountain in the whole world, it would be a mountain called Ama de Blom. I'm like, okay, Ama de Blom, located in Nepal. It, people know it as the Paramount Pictures logo. So if you Google that, that seems like debatable. Anyways, it gives you an idea. So I'm training for Ama de Blom, and then the world has another plan for us, right? COVID hits. And so all of us become homeschool teachers or take on different roles. And I'm homeschooling seven amazing humans. How did you and do that? One day my son is complaining about his math homework. I'm like, listen, buddy, we do hard things. You've got this. And he looks at me and he goes, if we do hard things, why are you climbing a mountain called I'm a dumb blonde instead of a real mountain like Mount Everest? I said, I'm a blonde, not I'm a dumb blonde, but thank you. You finish your homework. We'll look at Everest. Yeah. So that happens. Awesome. So we like we do, we look at Everest and then I he goes to bed and I think, why not Everest? If Everest is the biggest, most amazing thing in his world of mountaineering, and that's what I'm taking on, then maybe I should take on Everest because that shows him that whatever we take on, whatever Everest is, we can climb it. So I hire a coach and I'm now training for Amma de Blom and Everest. The oh. coach gives me, yeah, both of them, like one's in fall, one's in the spring to climb. And then the coach gives me a book and about training. And in the front of the book, there's a lady who got a Guinness World Record for doing something across the Alps. And I remember thinking, like, I could have done that. I'm a good sufferer. Like, this would have been awesome because this homeschooling thing is terrible. Like, I am not winning. My kids do not like me. And I really just want to be the cool mom right now. And I am not. So I talked to my coach and I said, if I would have got a Guinness World Record, like I'd be the coolest mom ever. And he goes, oh, we'll think of something. I said, great, but I'm not growing pumpkins or speed eating hot dogs. So just let you know. Which and is I so kind of- much harder than climbing Mount Everest, obviously. <laughs> yes, totally, totally, totally. So then he calls me back a few weeks later and he's like, hey, Jen, I have the perfect record for you. I think you should be the first female to climb the seven second summits. Like, what does that I mean? What are exactly? the, I don't even know what those are. Like, what are you talking? Like, what's the second summit? I don't know what you mean. He said, well, it's the second highest point on each continent. It hasn't been done by a female before. It's only been done by one male. They're harder than the first seven. And if we think about it, seven continents, seven mountains, seven kids sounds like a jackpot. And so, like, and like there's sound. a, is there a first highest, there's a first highest seven summits and then there's a second. So there's levels of summits around the world. Right. So like every continent has the highest point, right? So Everest is the highest point in the world, but also the highest point in <laughs> in Asia, right? In the United States or in North America, the highest point is Denali. The second highest point is Mount Logan. So every continent has a highest point and then a second highest point. You're, you would think that the highest point would be the hardest on all the continents. It's not the case, actually. The second highest point is much harder than the highest point. 
I liked it because I have these twin daughters. I have five boys. I want them to see that women are equal and we're capable of doing amazing things. So it just, it felt appropriate. Wow. Whoa. Okay. So how do you even, there's so many things you've got to do to make this happen. I mean, you are, I'm always amazed when I run into people like you, which a lot of entertainers and entrepreneurs and people who are very successful are like you. You have a huge bandwidth. You have a huge, like you're a goal setter. You accomplish your goals. When you set it, it's happening. Like you're not someone who's like just casual about it. It's like, it's game on all the way. Like that is so inspiring to me that you have that bandwidth and fortitude to pursue your dreams on this level. And, but you said that came really came in strong after the car crash, but what is life like now when you are preparing because you got seven kids that you're homeschooling now, who's going to take care of them? This is a huge time commitment. And like you said, previous car crash, you haven't been necessarily giving yourself the time. So I'm sure your time is completely occupied with your family and other people's needs. How do you make this happen? This is a huge life upheaval and it's amazing, but it's just like, it's a big yes to yourself in the biggest way, but also like the biggest challenge. Like you're like pushing yourself to see what you're made of. Like how cool that you have done it. Like you've really pushed yourself to see what the hell you're made of. Right. And the beauty was, is that it hadn't been done before. So in my mind, if it didn't happen, okay, well, NBD, it's not like someone else did it. And so I'm, we'll find out I, whatever shows up, shows up. But I just remember thinking, okay, we all know this from life. If we put deadlines on something, we get it done. If something doesn't have a deadline, then, you know, I don't know if we're as motivated to get certain things done. I can, I mean, speaking for myself. So I started looking at my life and saying, okay, I only have this many hours a week and I have three things I want to accomplish. I want to be an amazing mom. I want to be an awesome business owner. And now I want to be a mountaineer. And then in that order, mom, business, mountains. And so I had to really look at my calendar and say, what does this look like and how does this fit together? So I plug the kids in, I plug work obligations in. And then I give the calendar to my coach. I say, okay, figure it out. Let's let's get the training in. Like, tell me what we're going to do because this is how it's going to look. And that allowed me to be present in every activity I was doing. I could be with the kids and know that other things were taken care of because they were booked into the calendar. I could do my work and not feel guilty about it because I knew I already had individual slots lined up with the kids or I had that piece covered. When I was working out, I could work out because I knew all these other things were going on. So there's there's a gift in being scheduled and structured because you can be where your feet are because you know the other things aren't being overlooked. You've already addressed that issue. That so, is so simple and so brilliant, but really that's the, that's the reason to schedule and plan and organize. So then you don't ever feel like you're just having millions of spinning plates in the air and you don't know you you always feel torn you always feel guilty you always feel like you're not doing enough but this way you get to give your all this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. 
Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You are just brilliant. You are just one of those badass, brilliant people. I mean, you are a machine. I love this. Okay, so you've scheduled it all. That's awesome. Yeah, and sometimes it would overlap. So sometimes my child would have a soccer game and instead of being in a chair watching the soccer game, I'd bring a 12-inch step, I'd put a backpack full of water bottles on my back, and I would doing these step-ups on the side of the soccer practice, which at first my son's like, Mom, do you have to be that embarrassing mom that's working out during my practice You're or like, my yes. game? Yes, I I'm do. Like, I actually, I do, because guess what? Like the things I'm doing are life-threatening, so it's very important my fitness is under control. And then God bless the te- moms on my team. They they felt guilty sitting and watching the games while I was exercising. So pretty soon we were like that team that had the moms on the sideline exercising by watching our kids play sports. Because it probably was a brilliant idea for the rest of their moms. They're like, what a great place to get our exercise in. You know, you're just right. sitting here, you're outside already, or you're in a place where there's room. I mean, Jen, you're just inspiring people to take full advantage of your day and your life. And like, instead of just, just being intentional, like you're yeah. so smart and you're creative. I'm really, that's so in, it, it cool how you like find creative ways to get it. You're like, this is my window of time. How am I going to make it work? That's kind of awesome. Like right. you have to make it work right. then. So you have to get creative. Right. You have to. I mean, you're forced to. Right. And then, sure. Does it look like my buddy on my team that had nothing else going on and could train for 10 hours during the day? No. But did it work? Yes. So we're good. Right. I mean, no entire. I wasn't going for speed records. I wasn't go- like I had to be true to myself. I'm like, what is my goal? What the goal is goal? to come home alive. Yeah. Right. So that meant sometimes some of the mountains had to be done twice. That means maybe we had to wait for a weather window. So there was a little more conducive. I wasn't playing with the lines. Sometimes people play with the lines like, oh, we're going to push a little bit harder. We're going to push a little bit whatever. I'm like, I have seven kids. I'm not leaving seven orphans. Okay. So that was a huge, that's, I love that you said this, this is a huge boundary that you drew. So boundaries are important with you. I can tell. So you drew a line, like, yes, you're obviously putting yourself out there. You're doing these hard things and climbing these incredibly difficult mountains, but you're not going to even like put a tiptoe over the line when it's a line. Is it a line? It's a line. It has to be because otherwise it's a a slippery slope and you build confidence by holding your line. Ooh, can you go into that? Go into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever you establish, if you say, okay, here's my line. And then you actually live that you build confidence because you trust yourself. You know that, Hey, what I said, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. So now I'm not playing any games with myself of, well, maybe, or if, or that, no, A is A. That's all you need to do. And then that allows you like, so when we were on Mount Logan, this was my last climb. We summited June 1st. There was good weather on a Tuesday. One of my teammates got injured, had to be airlifted off. We still could have probably made the pursuit on that Tuesday, but we knew there was better weather coming on Thursday. We had already been stuck in a storm for a week. So let me tell you how enticing Tuesday was to go because that meant I'd have to spend two more days in this tent before Thursday, which was really like the best day to go. But when you have the principle of I'm doing the safest option possible, then it's not a question. Now I'm Mm. going Thursday. Tuesday is not the day that I'm going. We had the best day I've ever had on the mountain. It was mother nature saying, okay, you get to celebrate this because you did, you listened, you followed your truth. You had patience, you had patience and commitment. Yeah. 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 You're really like practicing the the core principles of like all great teachings, you know? It's really putting them into place, like patience, commitment, honoring yourself, honoring your circumstances. I mean, it's just respect, like respecting the full situation in every way. Like you're not playing around with it and you have a healthier, happier life because of it. Yeah. And I mean, my story that 
if I did me, my kids would suffer was a lie. Like, really? Lie. How did you shatter that? Well, because when I started, I mean, it was one of those things that like, okay, I'm going to beta test this. I'm going to test drive this. If I go train for this, I'm going to see if my family's falling apart or grades get worse or people are more moody or all this, right? There, there's a ton of metrics that we can check in at home as if A is working or if A is not working. So I'm checking in. I'm starting to chase my goals. I'm being more intentional with my time with them. I'm more about quality than quantity. If I'm going to work out, maybe we'll go work out at the gym so that we can do different levels of intensity, but still have the same time together or whatever it looks like. And um, that just really made me realize, okay, my kids see me excited and hustling. That gives them permission to be excited and hustle too. Because if you're not happy, they're wondering like, well, am I not supposed to be happy? Or I can I be happy? Like, Or am I supposed watching. to manage your parents' feelings? Like, you know, a lot of kids feel like that. Like if your right. parents not happy, they feel like they have to mold their personality to make sure they walk on eggshells. So by being your fullest, best, brightest self and pursuing what lights your heart up, but also not sacrificing them, not sacrificing your work, but having... Gosh, just discipline. I mean, discipline is another one of those core things, just having discipline and just staying in the course and being patient and not rushing it because you don't want, you don't have to make anything a sacrifice if you follow your discipline and your patience. And uh, God, I'm just like, you're blowing my mind right now. And that's why you wrote a book. Tell me about this book. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, want, so, I want you to lay out the, the formula. Yeah. The formula is in the book. Uh, yeah. So Okay, I'll be honest to anybody that's listening. Raising children and climbing mountains is 10,000 times easier than writing a book because we have different personalities in ourselves, right? So sometimes my personality that's writing is this disciplined, organized, linear thinking person. And then sometimes the person that shows up to start putting pen to paper is like the poker. Like it just wants to tease and to, like just taunt and all this. So then you start reading what you wrote. You're like, who even is this human? Because I'm not that, right? Like there's just so many different ways that we do things. So I wrestled with words for a year and a half. I had an amazing editor, like help put things together and like try to get a little more consistent voice and really hone the lessons from the mountains, from the experience and develop the, the quit proof philosophy of hey, here's seven strategies to build resilience and to achieve your life goals. And to do that, you need to be quit proof. And by quit proof, we need to define what quit proof even is, right? So quit proof does not mean you're not quitting. Okay, there's times that we take on things and they're not us. For example, I thought I wanted to be a pilot once. I went on a friend's, I went on a friend's private plane. We flew to a place to go shopping. We came back when we wanted to. It took longer to walk to TSA than through TSA, like all the sexy things. So I came home, I'm like, I'm going to get my pilot's license. So then I go, I hire a pilot instructor, like the first few days are cool. And then I'm like, this isn't that fun. Like the entire time I'm in this airplane, I'm looking for a safe place to land it should something go wrong. And then when I'm not looking for a place to land it, I'm scanning every single gauge button and light in here to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. And then for two seconds, I can take in the environment. Oh, this is pretty. And then I'm going back to the scanning and like checking problems. Well, I would come home from pilot's class. I have seven children and I would be scanning my environment for problems. There's endless problems if that's what you want to look for. Like I promise you. And so I, and then I take two of my kids up on a test flight with the instructor. And the entire time, I'm like, let's play the quiet game. Let's not touch each other. No, there's no bathroom. We have no TV on this plane. Correct. Look out the window, right? And all of a sudden, I'm like, how am I going to fly a plane and play police officer to this whole setup? So I decided that I wasn't going to get my pilot's license. Is that quitting? I don't oh. think it is because the entire experience was growth and expanding. So if you're growing and expanding and decide to pivot, that is part of the pursuit. But if you quit, as in, you sit at home, you eat bonbons, you curse everybody out and the whole world and how this all happened and you're the victim, that's quitting. So it's really about staying out of this victim mentality and always taking everything that life throws at you, metabolizing it and using it for the pursuit that you're currently on 
or using it as a pivot to go on to a new pursuit that you've been introduced to. That's amazing. It's just like another piece of the puzzle. It's a tool. So yeah, you, it's a tool. hundred percent. It's a tool. And it, at some point you start to learn your preferences. When you've tried enough thing, you know what you prefer and like you know your life well enough to know, okay, this sounded great, but actually now that I'm in it, I don't prefer this. This is not actually yes. something that I'm enjoying really at all, nor do I want right. to pursue it. And I'm not quitting because I tried it and I know my preferences and I now know this is not a fit. So I love that. But it's then moving on, using that as a tool now and as information to make your next move because now you've gained more knowledge about yourself and what you prefer. Thousand percent. Yes. 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 You yes. gotta put yourself in the arena and you gotta try it. And you gotta you gotta pursue what you're curious about. So you can actually figure out that you want to climb Mount Everest and the and be break world record. I mean, how did you know that you were on the right track? Just like you knew you wanted to pivot from becoming a pilot, how did you know, like, yes, this is really hard, life-threatening, all the things, but this is it. Like I am aligned and I'm in, I'm in love with this process. Yeah. I mean, you're, I was not in love with it the entire time. Like I thought if I had to be a thousand percent honest, I think that's why we celebrate the summits, right? So whatever your Everest is, the reason why you're so excited that you got to the top is there was a thousand and one reasons that you could have turned around the entire way up, but you didn't. And so then when you get to the top, that view, that intake is so beautiful and so magnificent because of what it stands for. Mm. It stands for the resilience, the human spirit, the we can do hard things, the all that kind of stuff, right? But my first mountain was Ojos del Salado, which is a volcano located in the Atacama Desert in Chile. I had never climbed a volcano before. Volcanoes are the most boring things you could possibly climb. It is like the desert has a zit. All of a sudden there's nothing. And then there's this like one pump out and there's no <laughs> unique landscape. There's no climbing things. I mean, you literally just walk up this anthill and eventually you've walked for a long enough period of time that you reach the top and then you come back down. And I thought to myself, if this is what I just signed up for, peace out. Thank you. I'm done, right. <laughs> and so my coach, I called him I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, no, no, no. That's the only one. Everything else is unique and fun. And so I do think on our own paths to our own Everest, you're going to have the volcanoes that you have to climb. You're going to have these things that you're like, what did I sign up for? But it also gives the good moments so much more validity. And I love that. It's all a part of the goal. I mean, it's all yeah. a part of the summit because they're like, and I love that you said I didn't love any of it because <laughs> you're going for the bigger picture of it and you know what you're trying to achieve. What were you wanting to feel when you got to the top? Oh, when you get to the top, you take in this deep, like you take in the deepest breath you can. There's no oxygen up there really, but you take in the deepest breath that you can. And that breath in dissipates all time, all space, all separation. You become one with the environment, one with the mountain, one with the sky, one with everything. And then you breathe out. And you do this a few times, but it's not a state you can stay in. It's a state you experience that you know it exists. And then when you're finally like, okay, it's time to go back down. It's almost like you take your soul out of your body and you throw it back out into the world. Like, I can't wait to find you next because I truly feel that life is this journey of experience and exploring and discovering and learning what it's like to be human in all these different formats and ways. And then you get to these moments that are total awe and bliss. You're like, okay, now I know what that is, but now I want to know that in a different way. And so then you return your soul to the world, you experience it again. And that's why it's really important for us to celebrate the journey and not the destination because our life is the journey. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You are a, te- you are a like a wise teacher, Jen. You know that, we right? No, we but, all but, are wise teachers. But you've really gotten it all like organized. Like you, you know, yeah. like you've really sorted it out. I think I agree with you. I think we all are wise teachers, but a lot of us never quite get it all sorted out. You know, I feel like you really, like I am very excited for your book, Quick Proof, because I feel Thank like you. you really aren't full of shit. Like you really know the things. This, it, it seems like you boiled it down to seven, because seven's your number. Yeah. The seven, seven's my number. Yes. <laughs> seven principles to really get the most out of this life. Can you run through those principles with us or does it have to be a surprise for the book? Well, it could be. I mean, we can go through some of them, okay. uh, right? I want to keep some of them a surprise. Okay. Um, the one of the, I mean, we've, and we've covered some of them, right? Like commit to the commitment. Commit to the commitment is a big piece of the puzzle. If you say, for example, we were on Everest and there's a section of Everest called the Lotse face. And the Lotse face is like an outdoor stairmaster for about 4,000 steps. Okay no guardrail and no nice, like even stairs to step up, but it's about 4,000 steps. You're in this spot where the sun's penetrating at every single angle. So if the sun is out, it's, you want to wear a t-shirt. And if a cloud comes out, you want to be at every piece of snow gear you've ever owned because it can change temperatures that fast. It's just such a unique experience. Well, you, to get up Everest, you have to go through that section. There's no way around it. So once you say, okay, I'm going through this section because I'm climbing Everest, now your energy gets to be put into, how do I make it fun? Mm. Right? Because I've already decided that I'm doing A. So now that you don't have to spend like energy or resources to convince yourself to doing A, now you use those resources to make the journey there as much fun as possible. So my team and I were telling jokes, we're singing songs, we're taking turns to like just make it fun. And when you talk to people about climbing Everest, they're like, oh my God, the low safe face is like the worst part. It's horrible and blah, 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 blah. And my team, it's like, that was our favorite part. Like we had so much fun. We made it like it was, so, we were laughing and giggling and whatever. And so one of the key principles in the seven strategies of resilience is Commit to the commitment so now you can have fun. And somebody who is having fun is way harder to beat than somebody who's like muscling through whatever they're doing. Wow. That is why whining and complaining is the biggest waste of time. And that is why like what you're talking about earlier, it all fits together. Like figure out what you love. Like you don't want to fly. You do want to climb. Make that decision. Learn what it is. Find your preference to commit to it and don't second guess it. Like how you said you were with your boundaries. When you hit the boundary, that's it. You don't second guess it. So it's just like, that's awesome. These practices are to help. They really help your life if you just follow them and just having the discipline to follow them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is incredible, Jen. So tell me after all of this, what is love and success and happiness to you? It's just experiencing life. Like, I think so many of us go into it with right or wrong, win or lose. And if you can get rid of that paradigm and just be a lot and say, this is what my experience gets to be. This is what my experience gets to be. 
Now, how can I make it more favorable for me based on my preferences? Or how do I eliminate things that I don't prefer and make it a game? I mean, then life's fun. Then you're grateful that you get out of bed and you're just like, what do I get to do with today? How does today get to show up? Who do I get to meet and do a podcast with? Like, how much fun is this? It's so fun. I feel the same way. I'm like, this is so fun. I love that. I just love, I love how big you are with your life and your dreams. But then I love how disciplined you are with your strategies. Like that to me is like the key because I feel like I have always been a dreamer. I live in Nashville. My husband's an artist. Like we've been around dreamers our whole life. But a lot of the time, the problem with big dreams is they're so big, they're just kind of floating out there in space and you're grabbing at them and you're getting them, but you don't have a plan to harness them all the way. And they, you lose grip because it's just so big and wild, but you Mm -hmm. have actually put in to place how to harness and achieve dreams. Yeah. Well, the structure, right? The scaffolding. Yeah. So that they have a place to anchor to and then soar the kite further. Yeah. But you have to have an anchor. Yeah. Or else you're just totally lost. Right. I think, I mean, for me, for the way that I want to do life, I need to have the anchor because when that's solid and stable, then everything else is free and playful from that. Other people could have different experience and that works for them. What? So I saw your vision board. I love that you vision board with your kids. You're just awesome. You're an awesome mom. You're an awesome woman. You're an awesome leader. You're just an awesome example. You really are. And it's really on, it's really an honor to talk to you. What is on your vision board? Because you've done so much. Now you're a world record holder. Are you, are you in the Guinness book of world records? They're like, they have to verify all their little things, right? So so you hold the record. Yes, 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 yes. Someday. A very Um, hard record. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's a first, right? So they don't have to worry about anybody beating it and try to speed doing it. So we're good there. Um, So I'm excited about that. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm just, I have kids that are now starting to explore bigger, wider dreams. My daughters, when my kids turn 10, I take them on a trip anywhere they want to go in the world to do anything they want to do for a week, because I feel like they're young enough to think I'm still cool and old enough to remember. So I just took the twins to South Africa because one was in love with elephants and one was in love with cheetahs. So we helped out at two different reserves to interact with those animals and act as ambassadors for the species. And so now my kids are at these ages where they're interested, they're interested in cool things. And so now it's like, okay, where do you want to go? Let's go explore it. We went to Bonaire. Everybody learned how to scuba dive for Christmas because I'm more into presence over presence. And so we all got scuba certified and did that experience together. And that's the beauty of having children is learning the experience from their perspective or experiencing it from their vantage point or viewpoint. And I feel like that's what my next part is. I mean, I'm doing speaking engagements. I absolutely love talking to companies and people because I love the energy exchange. You're made Um, for it. You have to Yeah, it's good. Do you feel like if you, going back to where we started this podcast with your car crash, which kind of set you in motion on this road that you're on, do you feel like you would be living a totally different life and a different mother and having a totally different experience if you hadn't? Like, what would your life, do you think, be like if you hadn't had the wreck? I I think it'd be a normal life from the outside. It'd be, oh, you, you have a great life from the inside. I would know in my heart of hearts that I was destined for more. And I just didn't know how to make more happen. I feel there's a lot of us that have that. Now I'm living a life where I'm, I'm more, there's more, there's always more. And I'm not questioning that I'm open to experiencing it. And I love helping people like shake that paradigm and trying things outside of what they thought was possible. And it's different for every one of us because we are each in our own little unique corner with our own little different set of ideas and experiences and likes and dislikes. So just being a part of other people's quest is such an honor to know that you impacted them or something you said allowed them to look at it from a different lens. And now they're doing things that they've always wanted to, but didn't have the courage to do. That's my favorite part. Has your relationship with your children changed? Is it like a totally new 
relationship with them. Like you said, they're expanding, they're growing. Do you think they would have been as brave and bold to go so big if it hadn't been for you showing the way? No, I I, I don't think so. I, I truly don't think so. I think we demonstrate. I just remember thinking if my, what I had to do for myself is say, okay, if Jack was living my life or Jana was living my life, would I be ecstatic for them? And my life before, I've been like, oh man, I wish you had more courage to just say, screw you world, this is who I am. And then I realized, well, I'm not even demonstrating that. So now it's very much so, okay, who am I? Unapologetically be me, make mistakes, say sorry, continue on, and understand that failure is part of success, not the opposite end of the spectrum. And now we can celebrate our failures. Now we can celebrate, like we, we have more courage to try things and not be worried about whether they work out or not. I love that you said on the quest of finding your purpose, discover what makes you angry. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. How'd you, how'd you land on that little jewel? Huh, I just, that's, you know, anger is a very powerful emotion, right? Anger is something that we can get, we can put ourselves in that space. And when something makes you angry, that is your purpose. Like that is something that you have the ability to shift and change. And so then lean into that anger and say like, what can I do to make this better or to improve this or to make a difference or to put a dent in it? And that just, I mean, I think it helps us feel whole. What makes you angry? Oh, you don't even want like everything. <laughs> Right now, what makes me angry is that I walked past the bathroom into the podcast room and all the toilet paper, like no one refilled the toilet paper roll, right? Like we're still human. We still do silly little things that we think mom is going to fix everything. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like your bigger goal though is to share the message of just break out and do the big life? Is that what you're trying to Get, yes. is, that, is that the message with the book? That's that it. You? Like, just do it. Like, I'm like, I, not to sound like a Nike commercial, but like, just try it, do it, experience it and stop living with all these like limiting beliefs in your head. I own a financial service company, which helps people manage money, which I really enjoyed doing. I got into mountaineering, which really got to challenge my health and all that kind of stuff. And then I realized like, it doesn't matter what kind of success you have financially or health-wise or anything else of this mind isn't working for you. It is working against you. And if I can help you tap into this to use it as your most significant resource for all other things, let's go. I'm honestly, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, this is probably going to be one of the best books that people could read. Honestly, like, I feel like you are just like clear and to the point and it's simple and just do it. Just follow these guidelines and then just do it. Just go for it. Just be it. And yeah. that's it. That's it. And don't worry about if it all crashes. Cause if it does, you'll just figure out another way. It, it's, it's all a part of the bigger picture. If you're giving it your all. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm here to cheerlead everybody on because I love it. Okay. So how can everyone stay involved with you? Yes, be connected to um, jendrummond.com. So J E N N. D-R-U-M-M-O-N-D. And that's like a good home base. Go there. You can find what social channel you like. You can see different things that are going on and follow along. And then Quit Proof. That comes out January 9, 2024, but pre-orders now. Okay. I'm excited. You're one of those people that I wouldn't be shocked if there's a movie about you one day. Hey, let's do it. (laughs) I mean, I I think it's already happening. Thank you so much, Jen. I always wrap up with one question, which is leave your light. And it's just super open-ended. What do you want people to know? I want people to know that whatever lights them up is what they're supposed to share with the world. So lean into that light, own it, embrace it, and be it. So the rest of us can experience you and your fullest. And I just want to elaborate on that for one little bit, because sometimes I have felt like I needed to dim my light because I feel like if you shine too bright, you're going to piss people off or they're going to like think you're trying to be a show off or trying to be too cool or whatever. But now I'm just like, I just turned 42 and I had like a revelation where I'm like, this goes fast. Like I don't have time to sit around and wonder if someone is misinterpreting my actions, (laughs) you know? (laughs) 
like, not my responsibility. Not I'm responsible my... for this. You're responsible for how you interpret this. Thank you. Yes. And if my inner guidance and alignment is telling me it's a go, do this, chase this, go do this, chase this. Like, do not be persuaded by the make-believe thoughts that you think someone has of you. It doesn't matter. And like, that has taken me so long to fully grasp that. And I really feel like 40 just kicked me over the edge and feeling that because I totally agree with you. If it lights you up, you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to shine bright because just like I'm talking to you and you have inspired me to know in, if you wouldn't have allowed yourself to go as hard and as big and as bright and as like just beautiful as you have, that's a lot. You're putting out a lot of energy. You're putting out a lot of vibrations. You're taking up a lot of space. But like, because of that, I get to like see an example, you know, and I get to see someone who's like, oh my gosh, that's a guiding light. You have to be that big so you can guide others to show them the way. Amen. I love it. Sorry, I just went on a rant because you're amazing. You're so awesome. Jen, I I appreciate you. This was awesome. You're so amazing. I can't wait to follow along your journey and read your book. Honestly, I think I'm going to give this book to people for a present because I'm like, you need to read this for your life philosophy. Thank you. you, I appreciate you. you. Bye. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.